0: Welcome back to Talkin' Texts Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing Season 5, Episode 5, Kingdom, written by Roland Jones and directed by Patrick Norris. Original air date, December 1st, 2010. We have such a special episode because we have Matt from the Lonely Boys podcast, a Gossip Girl rewatch podcast where Matt is a veteran and his co-host Brendan is a newbie. Matt, welcome. You're also a return guest to talk in texas forever the only beat
1: oh oh my god just kidding <laughs> well actually, i'll take seriously. <laughs> it <laughs> listen i'm now a three-time guest i'm looking forward to getting my three-timers hat in the mail um i, I promoted to to full episode this is a dream come true <sighs> yeah, i can't wait I to know. talk about this whole thing and yeah i mean thank you for the introduction that was that was fantastic
0: well i mean we love you And our listeners love you. They were so excited that you get to come back. And this is such a fun episode. And when I watched it to prepare, well, the first time, I was like, Liz, what about the idea of having Matt on for the full time?
1: She was like, yeah, do it.
0: Yeah, let's do it. And you had to talk her into it. But
1: eventually, (laughs) eventually she agreed.
2: No, I was no. like, Matt's a great guest. Let's do it. Oh,
1: man. I'm Let's thrilled. And yeah, this this is a great episode. Like, I, when you sent me the list of episodes that were still available, I was happy that this one was on it because, like, I watched this whole thing only one time. This is my second time watching the whole thing. And I watched it all, like, three years ago, I guess, almost at this point. So I know I love season five. And I think it's probably maybe now my favorite season. I don't know. I said season four last time. But those last two, you know, they depending on what day the i could switch my answer on but like so, but i remember storylines in this season but as far as like specific episodes go it's like the finale obviously and then like this one was the only like specific episode that i could also remember like i could vividly like see scenes like the scene where they're all uh, like outside of their hotel rooms on their little patios and like talking to each other like i Love still it. remember that scene so i was like i remember that one so if that's available i think i'll take it and then it was so i did what's so crazy matt
0: is I told Liz that this was the only episode I really remembered of season five yeah. besides the finale and the balcony scene was the same scene I remembered.
1: We're, we're on we're on the same page here. I remember the first time watching that just being like, I feel like this is a moment right now. Like I am I am watching like a a very specific moment of the show. Like this is something yeah. that is going to I'm still going to remember uh, almost three years later. And yeah. here, here we are. Yeah, it's pretty great. All right,
0: summary for this episode. The East Dillon Lions face the South Kingdom Rangers. Coach tries to steer the team away from the talk of revenge, but when the game gets rough, he reconsiders. Obviously, let's talk about the Lions first. The Lions, coaches, and Jess are all heading to Kingdom Texas, which is five hours away, to face the Rangers, the team that they forfeited at the beginning of
1: last season. Did you, like, catch on to this? That this was the same team that they forfeited against? Yeah, when they they said, like, I... I definitely had no like memory of that without, you know, rewatching it. But right. when, once they said it, like they were going for revenge and they and they mentioned that they forfeited, I was like, oh, OK, this is this definitely means something because uh, yeah. even though, you know, the team is different like this when they forfeited, as Luke says, he wasn't even on the team yet. Mm-hmm. But right. it still definitely means something to especially Vince. I'm sure coach is thinking about it, even though he's telling people not to let the revenge get to them. So de- definitely a big one.
0: Yeah. And in the beginning, when we're seeing the boys practice, like coach is like, it's my way. Like, just trust me, listen to me. And even Vince has, like, a little talk back. No, it's Coach's mm-hmm. way. Coach I love Nets. that
2: scene.
1: Yeah. I did, too. Cause, and it ends up, like, paying dividends for him because I, I feel like that's the one. Like, it sticks in Vince's head because – At the end of the first half or whenever, when that guy is really like taunting him, I really thought and I feel like we've probably seen things like this before. He was going to like disobey coach and try to, you know, score a touchdown on him just to get in the other guy's face. And he does take the knee. So like he's he is listening to coach. We see throughout the episode that he has so much respect for coach. Like they both have respect for each other at this point. And the the Vince and coach relationship in this episode was so, so good to watch.
0: It was so good. Before they leave, coach is in his office cooking bacon. Uh,
1: of, course, of course, as one does. That was the
2: funniest thing. <laughs> as it's one so does. So random, I can't believe it. it's so amazing.
0: <laughs> as one does. But they have a talk about what happened at TMU. And so coach tells Vince, trust me, just please don't say anything to Luke yet. That's all I'm asking. Keep it to yourselves. And also we learn that Vince's dad is going to be making the five-hour drive to the game. He's like the only parent besides Buddy Jr., yeah, so right. we see. Pretty much. I mean, besides um yeah, besides
1: Buddy. Buddy, Se- Buddy senior. Is Buddy senior. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. He's gonna be, you know, courtside or whatever you call Everywhere. it. In, in football games. He's gonna be he's gonna be right there in the action. Yeah. How did you guys feel about seeing BJ being hazed? I mean I'm not, I'm not surprised. This is obvious. Like as, as Buddy says, he's like, listen, this is, this is something that's going to happen. You got to be hazed. Like, I think it's stupid. I think he probably shouldn't be hazed, but he seems to, he seems to expect it. He seems to take it. I don't know why. Like, last episode we we re-meet this guy and he is like a problem child who isn't taking shit from anyone like he's he's stealing his dad's car and everything and i don't know he joined the football team and and coach taylor told him to keep his helmet on and now he's just a different person i
2: know i was thinking the same thing i'm like he had like a little personality change yeah we
1: really it's like we skipped a few episodes here it's like he is a completely new person he's He's just
2: like a very passive doesn't you know want to step on anyone's toes kind of thing and he said like, last what? episode he
1: didn't care about football and now it's like this right. team is the most important thing in my, in my right.
2: life right <laughs> i mean hey i guess to like have a purpose like he didn't really know what his purpose was and in my opinion he was forced into this yeah um but yeah, he was. you know he feels like a sense of belonging now with a team and then the way the team treats him is i guess like well, we have to do that because that's what everyone goes right. through, like that typical
0: But it's thing. not, as Buddy says, like, oh, we used to have to, like, shave our he's like, like hair removal with <laughs> adhesive tape. I mean, they're just... He's passing out the itinerary.
1: He's getting the bags thrown right. He's getting the ice. Right. And then he wins them over. I... He wins over our good friend Hastings very quickly. I don't know. I don't know where this brilliant <laughs> came Qu- from. Thoughts on Hastings
2: first. Did of you all. remember
1: him? No. Okay. I I remembered him in the sense that in season five, I remember that there's randomly a new main character that is in the theme song, has a starring role, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, why? Like this guy? Like keep in mind. Buddy Garrity has been on the show for six years. He's still recurring. Billy Riggins has been on the show mm. since the beginning. He has been a recurring character. This guy comes out of nowhere and has no personality. And like, he is, I don't know who this guy's agent was, but he, he somehow got this starring role on the show. To to do what? To ask Coach, are we there yet? And that's been yeah. his biggest moments. So what a good point. Like, Such a good
2: point. Buddy and Derek have, Derek, well, Bradley, Bradley and- Lynn, Bradley Lynn.
1: Right. Brad
2: yeah. and Derek have not,
1: been yeah i don't know maybe that maybe like they're they're happy with their recurring role but like they've been such big big parts of the show and like this guy i it seems it seems weird that when you if you were to like go to wikipedia and see the list of people who had starring roles on a season of friday night lights it's like 14 people that make sense, and then this guy, where even yeah. Michelle is like, I have no recollection of this man on this show.
2: I just feel like it was just really unnecessary. <laughs> but they don't get like
1: I know. They introduced like many new characters last season and immediately yeah. we like got them. It was like, okay, Vince, I understand this character. Luke, I understand what's going on here. And then like even, you know, Tinker slowly but surely has mm-hmm. been making his way into our hearts. This guy comes we've it's been five episodes now, you know, only 13 episodes in the season, and you know, we got his figure. We're going to be getting to some big stuff towards the end of the series, and we still know nothing about this. Like, yeah. we tried to get some backstory wi- with him. I-, I still can't even, like, get his name down. I, uh, Hastings, I, Hastings, I believe, which yeah. is an insane Hastings name. Hastings Ruckle. Yeah. <laughs> if they wanted... They didn- couldn't even give us, a like, a memorable name to go off of. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. like, I guess he's, like, f- kind of from this area, like, where, where they end up going, but we, we don't get much uh, of it. We just get, like, a quick backstory. And it's even weird,
0: too, to me like bring in Buddy Jr. That makes more sense because now we have another character to add to season five. But why, like Hastings, just so we can recruit someone from the basketball team to add someone to the team. Right. Like Buddy Jr. makes
2: sense. It would have been, you know, understandable and fine if Buddy Jr. was the new character to come in because he's Buddy's son. Right. And okay, yeah, and play football. But Hastings, that whole, I feel like it's just a waste of airtime Yeah. And while you know he seems like a okay kid, it's really we're not going to develop him. So really, why
1: did we right? Bring like, him in? and but he's apparently ingratiated himself to the rest of the team because right, he's part of Luke's posse when they all go to right. like TMU last week. He's he's I on know. the balcony with the other teammates, like having this special moment. Like mm. he I certainly felt a little out of place, but you know, well, welcome to the big moment. Congratulations right. on, on being allowed here. Like it's right. just. I don't. I don't know why he, they have like welcomed him in with open arms. We we haven't seen any bonding between them, but there he is. I think it would have been funny if Buddy Junior would have been more
2: sentimental. If Buddy Junior was outside with the boys, and kind of like they were talking about like their time and their team, and Buddy's kind of new and they're accepting of him, and he's joking about how like Hastings is farting in the bedroom. Right. Like, why did we need Hastings out there?
0: Yeah. But I digress with the Hastings stuff. I'm gonna. I could go on and on. I just think it's random. Well, I love the whole journey to get to Kingdom because it's a five hour bus ride and there are amazing things happening on this bus. We have, you know, the wrapping going on and we have (laughs) the fact that the bus breaks down and Billy is trying to fix it. And then we have the giant, just all of the boys, the pee scene. Which, that was amazing. Which Derek, I listened to Clear Eyes Full heart says that was th- them actually peeing after they had to film like four hours on a bus and the cameraman I caught it. I love this so much. Yeah. I
2: would want this picture like hanging in my bedroom. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. I know. <laughs> if I was one of them, not as myself. <laughs> right. But if I was on the cast, I would have thought that was great. Question for you guys, if you remember, the game that they forfeited, was that home? Because wouldn't we have done this like five-hour
1: trip it must have been home. I think because I think they were playing on that like shitty field. That was right. That okay. was terrible. I, I'm trying pretty to remember. sure it was at home. Yeah. That's and I'm right. like the name Kingdom. I obviously would
2: have
0: remembered. Yeah. Any no, they definitely I'm- didn't go away for that. Right. No. OK. That was home. all right. So that makes sense. Rihanna, she says 250 miles riding a regular school bus for that is long. And that is child and elder abuse. <laughs> or Crowley, what is the farthest you have traveled for a school trip?
1: so I have no concept of geography so 250 miles means nothing like it sounds like <laughs> a lot sure I had no idea how exactly far it was I don't even know like my cardinal directions really so I was just I'm taking their word for it. that's far when they said five hours then I was able to conceptualize yes, but yeah it, it brought me back to like some of the field trips I went like when you guys were on my podcast we mentioned our love of road trips and this is just like a, a really long road trip with a lot mm. of with a, with a lot of people so this I mean a very good time I went uh, my senior year of high school, I, I went to uh, I went to Italy with with the Italian club. So that was a pretty far. Field trip that was week. a common
2: trip i mean not in our high school but my friends and other high schools if they were in the in in italy class and in, in italian class <laughs> they went to italy too and i was like yeah. Are you kidding me?" i, 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 I
1: time snuck time? my way on i was i was the only person that didn't take italian how
0: that, that <gasps> <You laughs> did you do that how did you sneak I, in there
1: so i saw i joined the italian club even though i didn't take italian me and my friend did we both joined the italian club we were like our friends are going we'll just go they yeah. won't know that we don't take italian and then the guy who like runs it brought us both in and was like so it's been brought to my attention that you guys don't take italian you take spanish uh you know you guys can go on the you know spain trip next year and i was like well i'm graduating this year so no i can't and like well we need to give your spots to people that are actually because tra- only 40 people could go so wow. they kicked us off and uh as a little consolation prize they gave us a, a little coupon book that we that we could use so, so that was nice <laughs> of them i guess and then obviously had my my mom write an email and call and then he was like all right just to shut my mom up i guess he was like we will put you first on the waiting list so if someone drops you could come on and then luckily one person dropped wow. and, I, and i got to go on the trip the
2: chances
1: and i got the coupon you lucky book, dog so he was, hey he you got that now.
0: coupon <laughs> book are you italian matt
1: Twenty-five percent Italian. All
0: right, it's a little enough. Enough. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I didn't go on our senior trip. Our school, they you do like a skiing and in the tubing in the Poconos.
2: Yeah, I I went and it was like what three four hours away. I don't know that. I didn't go.
1: So was the bus ride fun?
2: I you'd probably drive yourselves, right? No. Well, actually, fun fact: your sister and I took the later bus because we had to take a test that morning that nobody Oof. else apparently had to take <laughs> I think we had to like because we were really bad in math both of us and we had to take like a certain makeup test or something like that and so we got to go later I do not I remember it being like a nice coach bus but I think maybe okay. that's because we were later right on hmm. I wonder what it would have been like if we went on the original <laughs> like 6 a.m bus with everyone I don't know uh, uh for school that's the furthest
0: yeah I think I went I did. This is the furthest that we've traveled was our fifth grade uh, trip was to the Liberty Science Center in New Jersey. And that makes me LOL because that was my fifth grade trip. And then by the time you guys got to fifth grade, we went to a Mexican restaurant. To a Mexican restaurant. A Mexican restaurant. All right. But
2: we did go to Old Beth Page in the fourth grade. That's and my that's favorite. The best. Do you I ever go there, Matt? I don't think so. It's like, it's so great. It's like colonial oh town and you get
1: old-fashioned root beer. And oh, that sounds familiar. Maybe it's, I have. Yeah. Sh- oh, I feel age. like probably in elementary school you went. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah that, does, that does sound familiar.
0: I go every year because in, in December they do candlelight evenings. And so the whole village is just by candlelight and you walk and you go and tour the houses. It's so fun. Ooh. Matt, we should do a meetup there this <gasps> winter.
2: All right. All right. Yeah, that <laughs> is also from long island like
1: what are the chances yes, it's just really it's small world. i'm not traveling uh 250 miles right. to do this it's just a <laughs> that's right shorter trip
0: we definitely have to talk about this whole hotel check-in process what animals there's just so much oh, happening first off the boys are so rowdy and disrespectful which i was surprised that the coaches allowed this yeah same yeah oh. Right. And then also coach just like can't wrap his head around the fact that there's not actual keys to to like get into your Why hotel he room. I'm so surprised? <laughs> like when's the last time coach went to a hotel? I guess not in
2: a long time. And he's not
0: about macadamia cookies.
2: He's like, wait, you don't have chocolate chip? The guy's like, no, this is what we make. He's having. Like, I was moment.
1: like, sir, sir, they don't make like regular keys for hotel rooms. They haven't in quite, in quite some time.
0: That's so funny. Uh, and then we have Billy handling special teams on the field, <laughs> which it was just comical football talk. I mean, he took a long time. It was very funny. It was a it, funny, it a was a funny scene.
1: <laughs> Billy definitely like uh, Billy definitely like rehearsed what he was going to say before he we went out there. Like he was he was writing some good stuff that he could yell at these guys. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Oh, for and sure.
1: is like this was just supposed to be a walkthrough. <laughs> Billy, Billy. Billy, so Billy, I, the first time I watched the show, I'd called Billy Riggins like the most nothing character of the show. Like, I, like you guys do the MVP and shittiest. I, I would theorize that he would probably never be my MVP and never be my shittiest. Like, he's just seriously the most neutral character. But after watching this time, he's, he's in the positive for me. He's, he's made, making me laugh more times than I remember he did the first time around. I agree. Billy has become one of my favorites along with Mindy, which, oh, yeah. Definitely, I slept on the first round. Made a big, episode last week and i'm very upset no becky this week because it seems like you guys are getting won back over by becky i was very very upset first time i came on it was a good becky episode we were we loved becky and then i i listened as you slowly got more and more annoyed by her throughout the season can you blame I, us it was just repetitive no. matt Come i know on. but can, can you blame her i mean
2: no it's Tim Riggins. I exactly know. no and we never blamed her it just i, I didn't I like it's the settled. repetitiveness of that and another storyline we'll get into,
0: I'm sure, very soon. Yeah. Yeah. back and Becky are winning <laughs>
1: you back. So. Yes, you are. Slowly Becky definitely again. is going up. Yes.
0: Yeah, she's going up. So the night before the game, we mentioned it briefly, but we have to talk about the balcony scene. And yes. I love this so much because it was just so much friendship. And the way it's shot and the fact that they included Coach. Mm, mm-hmm. It's really cool. As well. And so I love that Vince is out there and then, Luke comes out and then we have Tinker and Tinker talks about how he's having trouble sleeping, not used to being in hotels, and that's where we learn that Hastings has lived here briefly mm-hmm. before his dad worked on rigs, oil rigs. I loved it. And and Tinker's roommate is uh having a little porn film festival. <laughs> Wait,
1: and- porn's not free?
0: <laughs> and candy?
1: the candy, the candy bar this is so good and like you said like one by one they're kind of coming out and it's getting more when it was just the three of them when it was just vince uh luke and tinker and they were just kind of like joking around like that and talking about pork and pigs and everything it's so good and then even when Hastings comes out it's good and then like you said with coaches kind of like we can see him but they can't and we just kind of see that he's kind of like below them like behind the bushes Mm -hmm. in his own little patio just like I i guess he's just like taking a quick nap or something just kind of enjoying the view himself yeah, and yeah and he's just kind of listening to everything which is great because vince kind of like defends coach w- without knowing that coach is like right there which is such a great moment when they're talking mm-hmm. about you know what was up with the forfeit and vince is like well listen coach he he knows what he's doing like he he must have had a reason like i don't know what it was but i i you know i in s- not so many words he's saying like i trust him and uh, that he knew what he was doing and yeah. it's amazing that coach like gets to hear that from vince
0: i know It's rewarding.
2: Oh, it is so rewarding. So special. And I took it as like coach also couldn't sleep and he was nervous. Absolutely. You know, and so he's like, I'll just go outside. And then he happens to just embark on this entire delicious conversation of friendship and we love friendship (laughs) yeah
1: yeah it must have been so rewarding for him to just hear like his his team this is his team this is like we're mentioning how much we love them talking but this is like he's like man he gets to sit back and be like these are the kids that i'm coaching and they're having this special moment and like i don't think he's taking credit for it but he's like he's probably like this this is these are my guys this is special
2: and like from scratch besides luke who was the only like true football player mm-hmm. on the team. That's true. Everyone else was kind of just like thrown into it. Vince like was pushed, physically pushed, and so was Hastings <laughs> yeah. into it. So he really built this team from scratch. So it probably feels even better than
1: working with the Panthers. Right. And this is like, like all of his... Yeah, they're being like two and eight last year. They're like undefeated now. I wonder right. if they're ranked now because they're still oh undefeated gosh, apparently. So, right? But we haven't we haven't heard them complaining about about the rankings since the second episode.
0: So we get to the game and it is stressful. And these boys are playing dirty. And the first half, they're losing terribly. It's like seven to seventeen. It's really bad. They're talking dirty too. They're it's talking nasty dirty, things. nasty.
1: Racial slurs are being thrown. Yeah, the first half it seemed like. That guy was just being like annoying and taunting, right. and then he comes back out in the second half, and he's just being straight up racist. And I was right. like, yeah. "Wait, this isn't. This is not fun. This is, get, get out of here."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I want I want Vince to put himself on special teams and lay you out now. Right, I, right? I, I support yeah. this fully. Yeah, and
0: I love that Coach makes that switch. You know, mm-hmm. grabs Vince, and he's like, "We're gonna play our way now." Yeah, he's like, so. "No, no more messing around now. Let's let's stop holding." You back. understand let's, what I'm saying? So go <laughs> go relay that. That's message. the first time he really
2: it is let his guard down Was like we're gonna just not do it my morally sound way that i always do i'm not gonna keep my you know my head up or like you know be above it i'm just gonna like dive right in this is very unlike coach but i mean i
1: feel like the situation, I guess, called for it. Like, this is this was one, even though he didn't want to admit it, this is one that he really wanted to take back. Like, he probably okay. regrets the forfeit still. Mm-hmm. He really wanted this. He sees that they're, you know, the crowd is chanting forfeit. They're calling them the loins when they, when they come into the, <laughs> yeah. when, when their name is, like, on, on the big, like, billboard or whatever. Like, he, he wants this. He wants to shove it in their faces and then, you know, stay humble about it afterwards.
0: Yes. Yeah. But also in the stands, we have Ornette is watching the game and Carl from TMU approaches yep. him now earlier before the game we have this conversation between vince and ornette and coach and talking about vince's possibilities his opportunities if he could play d1 it's solidified now that vince is a junior mm-hmm. yeah we were like how old is he and it comes to the decision that everything opportunity will go through coach first
1: Yes, that is the deal they make.
0: That is the deal, and Vince is like that works for me. And Ornette's like, okay, if it works for Vince, it works for me. Mm-hmm. But then we see that conversation
1: happen in the field, you know, in the stands. We don't hear it, but, but we you see... know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. I I don't trust Ornette to really let uh really no let go. like if, if he sees an opportunity here, he's gonna try to he's gonna try to take it. But I know we're always trying to figure out how old these these students are. And yeah, it has been confirmed that Vince is a junior, and I guess this also means that Luke is a senior because. Didn't they explain at the beginning that they invited Luke, I guess, as like kind of a backdoor way to get to talk to Vince because they're not able to talk to Vince because he's a junior. So they invited Luke, I guess, because that's allowed because I'm assuming Luke is a senior. Right, and then like while right. just kind of hoping that oh, we'll, we'll give him six free passes and hopefully one of them he'll yeah. pick as his, uh, his BFF Vince. Um, right. And so that that was the plan. So in my mind, I'm I'm saying that Luke is a senior and Vince is a junior. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Will
0: he says quick note about Vince's dad's concern about his early recruitment. Even back in twenty ten, top five hundred players in the country get upwards of ten to twenty offers by sophomore year.
1: So they wow. missed the mark on this one. Hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah. But Vince also you he played know, later in
1: life. Right. That's true. He well, wasn't like in playing in. So- yeah, later in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I guess his sophomore year was his first year. If last year was his sophomore year. Right. And
0: they didn't right. do that well right yeah they were yeah it was bad yeah uh back to the game the lions take control they win they do play dirty but i loved every moment of it (laughs) it was so good and so they win 38 to 17 but with 24 yeah not even close yeah but with 24 penalties yeah
1: yes so I think the, the reporter said 20 24 penalties 245 yards uh, yeah. i love coach with the reporters like as soon like he knows what he's gonna get he's like all right let's let's do this <laughs> he's like nice talking to you okay <laughs> <laughs> they're just trying to get anything out of him and he just laughs at them and says all right i'm a, a good night it was so good handled yeah. so well yeah uh after
0: the game the boys go to a party that's outside Liz said this is is this an out would you say outdoor strip club club? (laughs) i didn't know what was happening
1: where these boys are just let to walk around town unsupervised what is going on here and like
2: um i don't remember who said molly i think in the chat was like like this guy would ever serve all these underage kids right
1: Like i I don't know when i I went on my trip to italy they put tape on our doors so we couldn't go mm -hmm. anywhere i'm sure there was no tape on these these kids hotel doors for sure
0: it, it's so rowdy in the hallway, too. Oh and God. the coaches are just off drinking and playing games, which I love that they're having friendship yes. and bonding. But, you know, they're the boys are just, they take off. And they go to hang out with some guy that Hastings' dad used to know. It's yeah, right, and they're drinking right. moonshine. So, moonshine.
2: Like the, the most potent <laughs> thing yeah. ever. And
0: it can get you severely intoxicated. I just don't understand why Jess couldn't go with them. Like Vince leaves Jess and it's like, hey, I'll be back in an hour or two. leave your door unlocked. Why couldn't she just
1: go? Right. It's like that. I mean, I think it's obvious. I don't know why they even had planned like whatever date night they were having, because presumably they were hoping to win. And then obviously they'd want to celebrate after. But I mean, Jess is, you know, conceivably part of the team, right? Like she she's traveling 250 miles with them. So I feel like she should, you know, if she's making the trip, she should be celebrating with them as well. So it is weird that may- maybe she was just pissed off. She didn't want to go with him. But yeah, it's it's a little strange that she stays behind here.
0: Especially yeah. because I feel like after hours, now she could just be girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. She's not, you know, equipment manager.
1: Right. I don't know and why.
2: Leave I- your door unlocked. Uh, hell no, a single girl in a hotel room, you're not going to leave yeah. your door unlocked. <laughs> she <laughs> locked it real quick. I would <laughs> say, I would be triple bolting and putting whatever else in front of it.
0: Yeah. So at the party... <laughs> Vince tells Luke about TMU. and yeah, which is good. Which is good. And Vince says, coach told me not to say anything, yeah. but I felt bad. And Luke was like, well, this is great. All of us can go. Luke's excited, yeah. He's yeah. so excited. and He's, he's pumped. pumped. He's so pumped. And throughout the whole party, right? Because they were sitting around the fire, and they were talking about how they're each other's brothers, and he would do <laughs> anything. He'd even walk on fire. And Hastings is like, prove it. And of so, course, it. Hastings is the one to initiate this. It
2: Why couldn't like, they have physically we have to make put, this like, into a cult. coals down and, like, <laughs> yeah. actually walked on, like, hot coals, but they had to brand each other. Like, yeah. this is yeah. not where I thought it was going.
0: This was so weird, Very but... Weird. This is wild. It was wild. They should have just gone yeah. and tried to get illegal tattoos. Yeah, but I think it was an in-the-moment thing. It was in-the-moment thing. Uh, uh, in thing. And then you have Buddy Jr., who has my favorite line of the episode. <laughs> he sees a woman putting on lipstick, and I like the way you're putting that on. You look like you're in a commercial. <laughs>
1: Perfect. No notes. No- I, <laughs> I saw this and I was like, wow, Buddy Jr. doesn't have game. And then he proved me wrong. when.
0: <laughs> that is his game. That's his game. I mean, Liz said she's like... Really She's old. His mother. Someone's
1: mother. His mother's. Age. And Hastings,
0: I think, says that. Like, yeah. he's making out with someone's mother. But hey, mm-hmm. Buddy Jr.'s getting some
2: <laughs> lipstick yes. all over his face. <laughs> it was also just an interesting. <laughs> d- like, why did we have to have the conversation of Hastings randomly on the bus just being like, You a virgin? Yeah, yeah we you are.
1: So, really so what? weird. Strange. What was that? This is, is like, like the first conversation they've ever had. and He just like asked him, Are you a virgin? Like, I, I was like, "What? What is going on right now?
0: yeah yeah it was really random it's so weird because and awkward it's so awkward Hastings is the newbie now BJ is the newbie he asks him that really weird thing but then on the field he
1: really defends him oh my god yeah like like I said the, the brotherhood of, of Hastings <laughs> yeah because they're roomies Jr. and like they sat he, together in the bus that's yep. right he gets tackled and, and he screams at the other and he's like don't touch my boy Buddy Jr <laughs> yeah
2: it was <laughs> right? very
0: out there but I like to see obviously the support and the friendship but
1: yeah. The,
2: the
0: whole thing is random. It's so random. <laughs> and then back to the branding, you even, I don't know if you guys caught it, but BJ's like, I don't know. I just joined the team. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, trying to get like, I, I i just got here. I don't need yeah, to, you even know, I don't think I'm a like, brother yet. You I know? don't think we should all do this. Like
2: that looked like you're really
1: hurt. <laughs> and so the boys,
0: obviously they do this. They're super hungover. It's five in the morning. They get back to the hotel and Jess is just, you know, taking care of them. Yeah. And, and you know, cleaning their, their branded. Their, their branding Elle. wounds. She's pissed. She's of like, course. y'all are so stupid.
1: I, outside of the branding, I, I think a lot of my, one of my biggest complaints with the teen dramas is they're not good at writing or really portraying like what actual Teenagers are like When they're drunk But mm. I felt like Luke especially Like the, this is every High school boy I've ever hung out With with yeah. drunk Like this was Portrayed beautifully Like just like Kind of incoherently Shouting and saying That you guys are My boys for life Like I, in this instance He probably meant it More than a lot of Other instances I've seen Where people are Usually shouting at Like five people They just met that night But this is like I heard Luke just like Incoherently rambling And I was like Yes this is yeah. a drunk High school boy it's, right now yeah. Yes
2: well it could be Also drunk drunk 30 something year olds like when our guy yeah. friends get drunk they like cry and hug each other they and do. say how much they love each other every time and like make announcements and speeches and like friendship and you're like okay guys it's no enough. branding though <laughs> no branding no but
0: burning cell phones and things i don't know what they do yeah it's so true that we have one friend that he doesn't drink often but when he does Mm-hmm. He gets so lovey and he goes around the room and makes a speech about each Everyone. person. Oh, that's, that's and he's great. crying and <laughs> crying, hugging, then, kissing, squishing. Oh, you oh, know. Yes. Yeah. What re- a delightful drunk. <laughs> yes. He's delightful. delightful. And he's also delightful and you know, yes, not drunk. So. Yes, yes. He's delightful. Uh love the coach. the coaches. They're gambling mm-hmm. and drinking. And all of them are so happy. They had so much fun. The boy they're saying the boys had fun. They're joking that, you know, Buddy Jr. sucks at football. <laughs> But Coach isn't having fun. So what do you what do you guys think about out. that? Yeah. Because he feels like he cheated probably. Right. He doesn't like playing with revenge, right? Yeah.
1: He doesn't feel like he did it the right way. Like he knew he needed this win. But then like once it happened, he was like, man, I wish we could have done this another way. So I, like I get where he's coming from. I wish he could enjoy it. And I like how how I think it was Buddy. Like he just calls it out. Like you're the only one here not having fun. Like let's let's have a good time. Come on. He's like yeah. trying to snap him out of it.
2: Yeah, Well, anything to win. But he's like, we got to win. Sure. Th- and the other coaches feel that way too. Yeah. But coach especially has always played with how coach plays. Yeah. And it usually works in his favor. Even if they lose, like at least he knew like, oh, we p- played a fair game. Right. Right. And then I, when he was like, oh, and I was cheating and I was trying to like win and I was cheating. I was like, he was cheating in that game too? <laughs> Like, he probably feels like such shit about himself. The like, whole when does time? Coach cheat this much? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
1: right. That's... So good. I'm looking at your cards. I still can't win. Yeah, I still can't, can't win. win. <laughs> that's I, so I funny. do like, I've noticed that uh, that Coach Stan, like, everyone else, when Vince introduced the coaches to his dad, they were all like, last name. And Thank then he was you. like, and this is, this is Stan. And this
2: is Coach Stan. <laughs> this is Coach Stan. I was like, does Stan not have a last name? I guess he doesn't. I love
1: Stan so much. Stan. Yeah, when he just like interrupted Stan. the speech, I was like, "Down for He like literally like roared, like <laughs> like Liz so... does at the end of the episode. He, <laughs> he gave an honest to god
0: roar. Exactly. He really. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, I also love that he can do his little whistle blow on the on the bus. <laughs> Coach gave it to him. He's like, hey, "You do, do it. The, do the thing that you do." Yeah, wake the boys <laughs> so up with a good. whistle blow. <laughs> Stan is a vibe, and I'm He's here for it. My whole world. <laughs> yeah. <I love> Stan. <laughs> coach goes back to the room he calls tammy tammy's having her own girls night with laurel yes.
1: everyone's getting drunk
0: tonight everyone's getting drunk i love that she has a friend do you trust laurel List yeah reservations. i got there it's
2: just because you you see how it starts and like we see what tammy doesn't yeah so i was hesitant but it seems as though she is a uh, just wanting to be her friend. Yeah. Like they're past it. So, and it's good. I mean, Tammy hasn't had a real friend since like Katie
1: McCoy. Yeah. Oh boy. And that didn't end that. well.
2: RIP McCoys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Good riddance to the McCoys. <laughs> good riddance.
2: I'm, I like Katie.
1: <laughs> uh, she was fine. She's okay. If she had to leave so that the, the the McCoy men could also leave, that's more than okay. But yeah. listen, I, I saw where you were coming because even I, I've seen the episodes and I was like, this lady is up to no good. Because yeah. it, again, it seemed like, like with Buddy Jr., it seemed like we missed some episodes here where like literally, I think it was the same episode actually. Like in the beginning of the episode, she's like talking shit about Tammy. She's like combative against Tammy. Yes. She doesn't want anything to do with her. And then like we see, we don't see her change her mind just at the end of the episode. She's just like, you know what? I do want to do homework club so it's like thank you what is this girl's <laughs> ulterior motive like it doesn't make sense but we haven't seen anything else so now we have to assume like this is she just decided out of nowhere she wants to be a friend which yeah. is right, good for tammy yes, yeah I it agree. is good
0: because tammy needs to vent to someone and she's talking about julie because julie hasn't returned any of her phone calls she's taking it tough with her leaving so i'm glad she has laurel me too when i went away
1: to college my mom had a rule with me that i had to talk to her on the phone every three days so that was that's a good rule. Every, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad, you know. Every three days, that's it, that's enough time. Just a, a quick, you know, ten minute phone call. I think that was, I think that was good. Yeah, I think Julie and Tammy should have a similar similar deal worked Even out.
0: I don't understand. Why can't we text? Yeah, right. right. I know or it's not the same as something. hearing a voice, but. Could have sent text.
2: Yeah. And like, I'm trying to put my, like, Michelle and I both didn't go away to college. My sister did, however. And my sister and my mom are like codependent. Like, they're attached at the hip. <laughs> so they have a very different relationship than Julie and Tammy do. So I was like trying to understand how it would go, like it would never fly in my house to not speak to my mom like every single day right. or every single hour of every single minute. Like my husband's like, your mom's calling again, like every just it's <laughs> my mom, you know, we're, we're her only daughters and she lives for us. And I appreciate that. But sometimes it's a lot. And so seeing Julie and Tammy, I'm like, is this the norm? Wait, I just don't know what the norm is. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just my, my meter of like parent kid is so off. Because yeah. of my mom. So, yeah. Well, I think
0: it, it, I believe it. I believe I this do is too. the norm. I think it too. seems. Yeah. And yeah. especially because this is her first time away from home. Yeah. Right. She's so busy and caught up, too. Well, <sighs> we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before we get into that, Kate, she. Send some thoughts and she wanted to say that as someone who teaches at the professional college level to be at the thesis writing stage of his doctoral program, Derek would have to be at least 26 mm. and his wife would have to be in her 30s to be at the point where she could take a sabbatical. Not that movies or TV shows ever get academia right. I just can't imagine any actual professor acting so immaturely and unprofessionally so as to seek out a student in a public venue and verbally and physically assault her. This is just so unrealistic and offensive to me. Yes. Yeah.
1: I hate this 26-year-old loser. I can't. Well,
0: Julie, she gets back from what we could assume fooling around with him, right? She walks into her room. The next morning. Right. Mm -hmm. And she just wants to sleep and her roommate's like, we got to go to class And so they 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 bribe each other. Right. Like you do this for me. I'll do this for you. So Julie has to go to a poetry reading poetry class and sign in for her while she's there. Derek shows up, shows up and he's speaking like while this guy's reading a poem and says, hey, come with me. Let's go get fry bread. Like, what are you doing? Just leave this. And she's like, "Okay, I'll meet you in the parking lot. So they drive a good amount of time. I think it was like a couple hours away. To go he get said like
1: ninety miles, I think.
0: Yeah, wow! I didn't even catch that. I was, yeah, infuriated what was
2: infuriated. What's this, this guy is, doing?
0: Like, <laughs> what the hell? To go get the fry bread, it's delicious. Whatever. And then he goes on this whole thing of I'm law. Lo- I like to get lost. I'm good oh, at I, it. I, I, He's I, forever I, lost, <laughs> metaphorically as well.
1: This is why. This is why he can only hit on college freshmen, because if he was hitting on people his own age, they'd like laugh in his face with the things he's saying. He is exactly. so embar- he's so embarrassing. He's so embarrassing. I can't. I cannot with this
0: guy. He's very. You're absolutely right. It's yeah. very embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And then he just keeps saying, oh, I have to get back because I have to like work on my thesis. And so instead of getting back, they drive around even more. <laughs> and he's like, I'm teaching you how to get lost She's already yeah. lost as well. <laughs> she's very lost. But it's okay to me. It's okay, it's okay, okay d- to be 18 and lost. I mean, so you could be 36 and lost, right? For sure, for sure. <laughs> but it's just the way we're going about this. And so then they both decide we're going to say it at the same time of what we're doing at Burleson.
1: Also, why? Why Why did they think that was a good idea? How why? Does either so of them hear what the other person, person was saying? And it's what? like, let's
0: just get it out just to get it out. And so we learn that his wife, her name is Allison. She's really smart, blah, blah, blah. And then Julie says that Matt is just some guy from Chicago. I don't blame her for this. How did you guys take this when she said it like that?
2: I think she's just trying to put the past in the past. You know, she's on to new things. And they had a very distinct, like, I'm not coming with you to Chicago. I need to find my own Chicago. So this is her way of doing that. I don't blame her for being like, I mean, she she couldn't did she have to say he's some guy in Chicago she could have said like he's my ex Mm -hmm. but she didn't choose to say that because she wanted to make it even more diminished because maybe to her she wants it to feel even more diminished because she needs to get over it yeah and the only way to get over it over something is to get under someone (laughs) else
1: right (laughs) anyone else even though it's been a while
2: it's been a while since she's been with Matt yeah and but uh, sort of because they were fresh again for like a hot minute when she saw him. But Yeah.
1: For all the Matt Julie shippers, I'm sure it hurts to hear him being referred to as just some guy from Chicago. Right. But I'm sure she didn't want to get into it at that moment. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to, you know, uh hang out with her cool TA some more, who pulled her out of a out of a class to go get fry bread for some reason. This guy's nothing better to do. Like he does. He has a thesis to write. I don't know why he's doing like yeah, this procrastinating. Is-
0: he needs the distraction. And then when he says like back when they're eating and he says, oh, cause she's like, how'd you find this place? It's like, oh, sometimes I just, you know, it's like I get drawn to places just like I kind of like got drawn to you. And I'm like, you suck so much. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Line after line.
0: It's so bad. And
2: even if he believed it, it's still is just so like disingenuine to
0: to the viewer, it's so you just see
2: it and you're like, "This is a no, he he, bullshit." I, mean,
1: I believe his wife when she says that he has done this same thing to many girls. Probably, Thank like you. this mm-hmm. is these are lines that he has prepared that he is I I'm sure, like preying on these freshman girls and taking them to this fry bread place and using these stupid lines that are working on freshman girls and like this Absolutely. this is what he does. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm positive of it. Yeah,
2: and I yeah. had that feeling when we first met him. I'm like, "This mm-hmm. is definitely not the first one." that he's had the situation with. Do I think it was incredibly immature of his wife to come and slap her and call her out and say that Julie Taylor is a in, slut in a public space. This is just like, if it's happened before, why are you blaming her?
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Listen, I have some notes on how, on how his wife handled this. Like this is yeah the, the nerve of her to just go to this, like, according to the the person who who sent in the comment on how old she must be for this full-grown adult woman to come into this college Mm -hmm. campus to probably like i I don't know she doesn't live in this dorm she's i don't know if she's trespassing or what right she has to be there but she's like storming into the common area and slapping a teenager in the face and like shouting that she's a slut like i i do like that she is bringing to attention to julie like he does this other girls because she did need to hear that but like To scream that she is a slut and slap her, like, that is insane. She should be be getting escorted off the campus.
2: It would have been a much better situation if we had, like, the Maureen and Serena talk where Maureen's like, oh, you think Mm. that you're the one? Like, just very condescending and calm about it, where this is, like, this was way out of hand and so uncalled for and just... Honestly, if I was Julie, I'd press charges. <laughs> I feel like this bitch came and slapped me. <laughs> her, her friend has to pry her off. Yeah, it's just, yeah. she assaulted uh, her. She assaulted man. her. And like,
1: obviously, I d- I do know to uh, like Julie is is the victim here, who's getting preyed on by this creepy man. But I, I, I am a Julie Taylor, known Julie Taylor defender as well. Um, but you know, e- this season, have to question a lot of her decisions. Right. What like, I, what did she think was going to happen when she started getting involved with her TA when she. What, I, and then even like, you know, she makes the initial mistake as soon as he says he's married, like cut and run. Like, what what are you doing here? I don't know how she thought this was going to end. But like mm-hmm. then obviously she doesn't deserve to have this happen to her. And I just felt so bad. Like, how do you even go to like this is her first what month in school. And already right. she is going to be the girl that got slapped in front of everyone and is get branded as the slut. Like, that's, right. that's terrible. I feel so bad for her, right. even though she is making these terrible decisions all season.
0: She is making terrible decisions. But does Allison get repercussions? Like, how do you I, do that? I, I, hope so. I mean, that's... I, and I feel your rage, but also, like, if your husband did this multiple times, why are you still with him? What is she doing? Right. What are you oh, doing? she's on sabbatical. And I'm not blaming yeah. her, but... No,
1: of course. Yeah. Is she slapping every girl? Like, I, is, is, she, is this right. like a once a month thing that, that happened? Right. Also,
0: how did she find out? Right? Right. Like, he gave her the full information, oh, Julie Taylor in this dorm at this... T- time right like, yeah, or right. She just
2: like i mean do so we find weird. out next week how she knows
0: not next week okay no so, i'm I just i this, keep worrying
2: this, about julie and like is her grade suffering because she's getting so involved with someone who's distracting and taking so much of her time yeah and it like you said like it's it's her first semester of her freshman year of college like you, you have while yes, you could like patch up things and recover, it's still really bad to do really poorly in your first semester at college. Yeah. So I'm worried about that. It's a mess. It's a whole mess. It's a it's a mess.
1: Stupid TA. So sloppy. Coming oh, home from the so fried bread place, probably with like crumbs still on Ew, his face with a receipt so hanging out of his mouth. I hate like-
0: him. <laughs> Gross. Gross. So cocky. Uh, Vic wants to know what's the most embarrassing thing to happen to you at college? Hopefully, no one was slapped.
1: No, that's a good question. Um,
0: I have a
2: I don't story. Know. I,
1: oh, please tell your story. You can think about yours. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll think while you tell yours.
2: So, it was a creative writing class, and I think it was my sophomore year at college? Or was my freshman? No, I think it was my second semester freshman year. And coffee addict, always had to have coffee in the morning, and I brought my coffee in a travel mug, but a disposable travel mug. And within, I don't know, five minutes of us starting the class, I don't know how my book or something like knocked over my entire cup. And when I tell you like coffee went from like here all the way to like the other side of the classroom, like just went down <laughs> and the professor is like trying to do his lesson. And I'm like, oh, my God. And like I'm trying to go get paper towel. We happen to have some in the room, but I don't think it was enough. So I think I like I don't remember if I like ran to the bathroom really quick and got more people ta- paper towel. <laughs> And then the next class, I don't remember if this was like every other day or something. I had brought like an actual, like not a yeti, but a hard (laughs) cup. And the girl next to me is like, "Oh, you brought like a real cup today." And I'm like, "Oh my god," because I, I mean, I was cleaning up this coffee probably for like a good what felt like fifteen hours. It was probably three (laughs) minutes, but I was thinking everyone was probably staring at me, so that was really embarrassing wow mm-hmm.
1: i wish i had a story to compete with that i don't and I, not to say that i never did anything embarrassing in my time i'm sure i'm sure i did and i am blocking it out but i i can't think of anything
0: yeah i really don't have a story like that it might come to me like 2 a.m when i'm sleeping and be like <gasps> yeah and then i'll just like group chat you guys my embarrassing yes. story wait,
2: i told you guys about this story i told this before i when the professor asked me what justice meant no oh wait i've never told this story I must have told, I told someone like recently. So I had this professor and it was, um I think it was a child psychology class. And he was like that real stickler. And he'd just be like, you and like point on you and point, you know, call you out and just whatever his question was, you had to like answer immediately. And I'm just not good at that. I need a little bit of time to kind of marinate. And so he's like, and what does justice mean? And he, points to me and like at the moment I'm just like justice means justice
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good answer.
2: and while I'm sure not one person in the class remembered I said this I will <laughs> never forget that I said that and like well, someone else he's like what about you and like they answer like oh it's like for the good like even to this day I'm like what yeah. does justice mean did he respond to that he's just like no. <laughs> He's like, uh, no. Okay, next. My first two years, Mm -hmm.
1: I was in the Honors College, and I would drop out of the Honors College because I was too much too much work but so these these classes were like difficult and i'd sit in and even like my style of learning is i really just don't pay attention in class at all i make sure i take notes and everything but i just cram like the week before the exam and just like read through the notes read through the textbook and everything so like in class i'm never gonna have any idea what's going on and these honors teachers these professors they don't like like you said they're they're just gonna call on you they're gonna do whatever so for a, a few a couple of my classes i'd have no like I wouldn't even know like what how to even begin to answer the questions like I don't know anything about anthropology so I can't I'm not going to be able to to help you professor I'm sorry but they would call on me and I would just be like oh I really I have no idea I don't even know where to start and then she would look at me and just be like, Well, just try, like, just give an answer. Mm-hmm. And I just blankly stare back and we would stare at each other for what felt like, <laughs> you know, a minute. And eventually she would just give up and go to someone else. Yeah. And she tried this to me like two or three times and then never called on me again because I just, without fail, just refused to talk. And just I should st- have done that. <laughs> yeah, just that's stare, a great tip. That's back. a great tip. Eventually she just didn't know what to do. She'd be like, Okay.
2: Yeah. That's Got an so, A- minus
1: in that class. There
2: you go. Hey! <laughs> nice. You
1: showed her.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> oh, God. I feel anxiety now. Talking I know, about this. right?
0: <laughs> uh, okay. So after this whole debacle, Julie ends up going home, which made me tear up because seeing Tammy react mm. to that, because Tammy misses her so much, and we know that. And
1: it's a safe place for Julie. What do you guys think of this? This is... I, this was amazing because like, like you were saying, like they're both reacting so strongly, but in like different ways, like Tammy is like crying because she's so happy to see her daughter that she hasn't even like talked to in some time. Cause she's been so busy. Julie is like, crying or about to cry because like she's like from the complete opposite way. She's so sad. She just had like a traumatic experience Mm -hmm. in school to the point where like she felt like she had to go home and they're both like reacting and are so happy to see each other and are hugging that like obviously tears were coming to my eyes as well. Just watching this like this was like one of the most powerful moments it. In this, in the, in the, uh, in the episode, even though like we hadn't seen much Tammy, we have like a couple of scenes of Tammy, and then this, and she, she makes it count because this moment is extremely emotional.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, agreed.
1: It was really sweet. Rihanna
0: wants to know how long until the Taylors find out what Julie has been up to at school. So obviously,
1: we know. And le- <laughs> Matt, do you remember? Have you yeah, watched? I ahead? have a rough. Yeah, I have a rough idea of what's going to happen, so I won't spoil.
0: Okay, mm. Liz.
1: I don't think
2: right away she's not very good at opening up when it comes to these kind of pickle situations she gets herself in. And I also think, like I said, like their relationship is different than like me and my mom. So I'm like trying to put myself in Julie's shoes and like how long would I go without telling my mom? Also, like it's embarrassing and you're doing
1: something wrong Would you tell your mom about this in Julie's situation, like right away? (laughs) No, I think I'd take this to the grave.
2: I would probably take it to the grave unless it like went deeper where maybe Allison and and, like something comes out and the school has to do something about it, which could happen. You know, I bet like I bet Julie and Derek are going to talk and Julie's going to be like, I'm not going to press charges on her because she wants to keep it hush hush. But then again, it's not going to be a hush hush because literally yes. the entire floor knows. Going to be tough. And then to do I'm that. sure it'll be around the school, uh, very quickly. Yeah, so, I don't know what, they,
1: what the camera phones are like these, in these days, but I'm sure someone has a recording of this somehow.
2: Yeah, and I wonder if it's going to get back to the actual professor of her class, or you know, yeah. some higher ups because that is that's how they met. He's a TA in her class. Yeah. So. I don't know what the school book says about this type of thing. I'm sure it's like
1: one of the only rules for TV. It's like, don't don't sleep with your students. Don't sleep
2: with your (laughs) students. So, and, um, the fact that he's married, like it's a whole production. So I think she probably can't keep it a secret, but she's going to want to as long as possible. But I don't know if it will come out next week, maybe the week after, maybe things will be private next week with between Derek and Julie And then maybe the the following week, we'll have some more Mm -hmm. of it out in the open. Mm -hmm. That's my prediction.
0: Good prediction. Okay. This is for Matt. This is from Elizabeth. She says, I think we should bring some Lonely Boy segments to the Bettys. (laughs) So, anything weird happened to you this week? (laughs) I almost got into the wrong car at Michael's yesterday. Opened the door and someone was sitting in the car.
2: Oh this no! Is... <laughs> my grandma's done that. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> Nat, take it away. <laughs> Actually, I I guess I did. Like this this segment has turned. Because at the top of every show, I just tell my co-host Brendan about something that I can't stop thinking about that has recently happened to me. It's usually a re- interaction with like a customer I have at one of one of my many jobs. Uh huh. I, I mean, I guess recently. I was, I, was uh, I usually make pizza at my job, but sometimes I will uh, I will operate a register. In the, um so I I, uh, I took over a register and someone like this middle aged woman in like a wheelchair comes up and orders, you know, some kind of combo. And I was like, OK, what what like what drink do you want? And she's like, you know what I want right now? And I'm like, okay, okay what? Where, where is this going? <laughs> and she's like, I want my favorite combination. Do you know what my favorite combination is? i like, no, ma'am. How would I, how would I know? We, ju- we just met. And she's like, I want some Coke and LSD. And I was <laughs> like, okay, well, for the combo, these are your options. And <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't provide the she, LSD for she, you. And she was like, what? Coke and LSD. I want some Coca Cola and long sips of my drink. What did you think I meant? And I was like, "Oh my god! Oh, what a what a bit, ma'am! You really get you really got it." And she's like winking at me, like she just said the funniest thing that's ever.
0: That's oh ever happened. my god! I I'm think like, I have to use this
1: now. And then I started laughing just at the confidence in which she delivered it, and then winked at me like it was the best thing that's ever happened. That is the best thing. That's amazing. <laughs> that was- <laughs> And I'm sure I'll tell Brendan the, the same story when next time. Next time <laughs> we record, but that's definitely recently, should. That's recently. That's what a I,
2: that's what an amazing today. story. I feel like I can't even top that. It's been a pretty
0: <laughs> quiet week. I definitely have had no interactions like that.
2: No, we'll see tomorrow. No, a but brand your cat. Day. Well, Michelle has an outdoor cat that killed a bird and brought oh the my bird. God.
0: Well, she's you been know, leaving she's birds been doing that. and bird heads and all the things. But that's not really weird. <laughs> I was just yeah. like solidify that she's a badass. Yeah, she's a <laughs> badass cat. Yeah, weird? Not weird. Does Hastings dad know Carter's dad from his time on the oil rig? <laughs> Carter, oh, of course, Carter. Legit? Carter Beeson. I read that earlier. Like Chris and I'm Carter like, who the Fuck is carter oh my god and i'm like SS. going through and i was like wait gossip girl carter 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 basem
1: mm. the oil rig carter. Oh, I carter. Love right. some carter. Right. every fallen gossip girl character jobs on jobs on the oil rig <laughs> so true actually <laughs>
0: and then she says how about a user review of the week from our friend lonely boy lover 69 I loved this episode. Going to this away game put our beloved characters in a new setting that was a nice refresh for the show. It reminded me of that early season episode when they had a game in Smash's hometown. Every character seemed experienced or entrenched in drama. The stuff with Julie and the TA is just gross. Please stop putting Julie in bad storylines. It was tough seeing the team go through such a rough game, but Coach Taylor pulled it all together. Sal King deserved much worse than the Lions gave. I can't believe the Lions are undefeated. Coach Taylor's MVP. I love seeing the boys bonding at the end. Overall, a very strong
1: episode. Wow. A great user review of the week. I love that we now have a, a shared super fan of, uh, of our podcast yeah. in, in Elizabeth. Uh, a, a, lo- a loyal Lonely Boys listener from the beginning. Very gr- glad that she has made Aww. the jump over here as well.
0: <laughs> We're so thankful. Yeah, we just had her on the podcast last week. Yeah, she was great. And she was like... Oh, my
1: God. That, I, <laughs> uh, wow. I Wow. <laughs> that's that's incredible. <laughs> yeah and she was
0: like oh my god i love that because we're like he's coming next week yeah i was like "Oh right, i forgot about that connection yeah yeah thank you elizabeth uh and then vic she wants to know if you could take
1: two people from gossip girl on a five-hour bus ride with you who would you take i let's see for entertainment purposes like obviously uh, blair and chuck are gonna be causing so much mayhem on that bus just messing with people but i i don't know if i'd be able to <laughs> to handle that after a while um that's that's a very good question. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know if I want to go for just, like, who would be able to have a good conversation with me or who I'm just—I I think I, I can't turn down an opportunity to spend any amount of time with Blair, so I think Blair has to be there. And I'm just—Blair and Dan are coming along with me because at the point in Gossip Girl that I'm in now, I've been— the only thing I'm loving about the episodes is the Blair and Dan friendship. Hair. So I- I'd love to be a third member of that friendship, mm-hmm. and we can take a nice road trip to, uh, to wherever we're going.
0: It's perfect. I mean, imagine Blair on a school bus for five hours though; she'd be miserable. She would lose it. She would
1: lose it. <laughs> you would know, lose honestly,
0: it. my first thought was I'd take Chuck because he would just
2: not want to talk to me, and that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> like I could nap and listen to my music, and he'd just be like off what doing his What an interesting own approach. Thing. Thank you. <laughs>
0: I was like, oh, maybe I'd take Nate because I feel like I could talk to him for five hours. Right. Yeah, Nate would too. be nice to talk to, actually. Nate would be good. I and my first, and then my second thought was like, not Chuck at all. I don't <laughs> want him anywhere near. He also would probably refuse to get on the bus. So. That's absolutely right. Right. He I would. Mean,
1: Chuck does ride the bus in the in the pilot he episode does. of Gossip Girl, which is which is, which is which does not make sense. <laughs> and then never again. I
0: remember making note of that during the pilot <laughs> and be like, okay, this one must not have a lot of money because he's Right? Yeah. Right? He's like the richest he's a, one. He's a
1: 12 billionaire, the richest person on the show. Uh, <laughs> like just on the bus for no reason in the first episode. I know.
0: What a weird
2: so transition weird. there. So
0: weird. All right. Let's go into our other segments. Favorite quotes. What do we have? Matt, you can go first.
1: So I, I feel like there... The one that I heard that I thought I was going to say was that when, when Coach Taylor says success is not a goal, it's a byproduct. Like, this is a quote I've heard before. And then I Googled it and was shocked to see that it is a Coach Taylor original. Like, I did not realize what? that that he was the one. Like, because everything I looked for was was, like, it just attributed the quote to him. And then yeah. I stumbled upon a, an article that was that gave 12 quotes and you had to guess if it was Coach Taylor or Barack Obama. And oh my I, went, God. I went 11 for 12. So that's wow. pretty, that pretty good. But then that, that quote was one of them. And I love that. That is what awesome. I stumbled upon in my research of that quote. But wow. the quote that made me laugh the most was during the insane Billy Riggins coaching segment when he just yells, we will run with hate in our hearts. <laughs> it made me laugh out loud. And I don't know when I'm going to get the opportunity to say this but i will i will scream it at some point right <laughs> oh my god i love it
2: i love it what do you have Liz? i have play taylor Bowl. <laughs> and then um you would be too if your mom cooked like mine yeah that was tinker. tinker i had i
0: really like the way you're putting your lipstick on it's like a commercial <laughs> it's like a commercial and then he got to uh, come home with that lipstick, yeah. lipstick. Got a souvenir yeah uh coach corner what do we have guys Favorite moment? Originally, I had
2: Vince, a coach telling Vince about him being like the person to go to with the scouts and everything. But then I picked Vince telling the boys that coach
1: knows what's up.
0: Ooh, oh, that's, that's good. I like good. that. Good. What do you have, Matt?
1: I We mentioned it like when it happened, but I think that scene just like right in the beginning, that sets the tone for the episode when coach Tyler tells, tells Vince like, we're doing this my way. And then- and then to like kind of piggyback off that when at halftime he, he like switches it up and it's like all right now we're switching it up." like i thought those two moments were perfect for coach and vince
0: yeah, yeah that's what i had to the second half uh when coach is like go tell the team mm-hmm. you know what yeah, i'm saying you know what's up you know what's up mvp and shittiest does everybody have their mvp i do i do okay matt who's your mvp
1: I I went with Coach. I, I think I have to go Coach for this one. Like he does what he needs to do. He has a great team, and that has everything to do with him. Like like you guys said, he, this this team started from scratch, and he has turned them now into his second year coaching them an undefeated team, and they got a huge win today. And again, it has everything to do with him. Like he just handled everything like pretty perfectly in the episode. He deals with the reporters. He handles the weird Vince getting recruited thing well. He understands. At the end, we we didn't mention, but like he understands Vince may want to ride home with his dad, and he gives Vince mm-hmm. that opportunity. And mm-hmm. when Vince says. Like I ride with the team, that was amazing as well. But he gives him the opportunity to go with his dad. Like he he's able to read his players and see like what they might need in the moment. uh He you know even in the moment when he's drunk, he's calling home to Tammy to tell Gracie to to give her a hug and a kiss. I, I just think mm-hmm. Coach was in rare form today. Like he wasn't yeah. able to have fun at the poker game. But I uh, besides that, everyone has a great episode. But like Coach, Coach is their leader. He led them to victory. So Coach is my MVP. I love that. That's who I
0: chose.
2: Yes. I almost chose him, but I ended up choosing Vince great choice yeah just the way he led the team and the way at the end when you just said you know I'm gonna go I'm gonna ride with my team just the development that we've seen throughout season four and five now is really great and him choosing like the right path like okay coach knows coach has my best interest just like making his adult decision obviously we know that maybe the dad's gonna (laughs) jeopardize that yeah
0: but I just really liked Vince Yeah. yeah We had votes for Coach NBJ. Will chose Tinker for his love of the erotica cinema. (laughs) He even hosted a film festival. That's dedication. (laughs) He also figured out his relationship with pigs. Yeah.
1: The difference between pork and pigs. There is a difference. so funny. (laughs) Shittiest.
0: I think it's probably across the board, but what do you have, Matt?
1: Yeah, that that loser, Derek Bishop, which I I did have to just, Refresh myself on his name because I do just call him like that loser TA most of the time. But it it is Derek, and he is a loser. Like, come on, we don't even need to explain why we did enough ranting during the episode.
0: Absolutely, yep, that's who I chose. And Mm -hmm. we also had a vote for Allison, yeah, I figured that as much. But we also had votes for
1: the other team and saying the racist, yeah, that racist can get it. I mean, he. Wasn't in it enough, I guess, to warrant the full shittiest, Correct. but right, definitely right, right. definitely can get an honorable mention there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who's our Lion Booster
0: this week, Liz?
1: <laughs> booster of the Week. You're a total booster.
2: It's Kim. Kim. Yay. Yay, Kim. Uh, it's her birthday. <laughs> on Sunday. When you hear this, it will be past our birthday but yeah thank you so much kim we love your support we love talking to you in the discord chat uh michelle and i are catching up on the summer i turned pretty
1: oh my god me too isn't it good i just i i've watched the first four episodes like okay that's like my friends have been raving about it and i knew that season two was coming out it's come out now but i'm I'm still behind so i started watching it to try to to catch up and i'm gonna i think i'm gonna finish season one this weekend
2: yeah Yeah. it's just an it's a nice i like it so far it's a good, it's just a good watch. I don't know. It's So we are enjoying it and Kim and I were talking about it in
0: the Discord. So just wanted to shout her out this week. Yeah, Kim. I hope you enjoy your birthday and thank you for inspiring me along with Liz to watch Summer I Turn mm-hmm. Pretty. Great and soundtrack on that show. It. Great. It's yes. so good. Taylor Swift, Olivia You can Rodrigo. download it on Spotify. Oh my God. Oh, really? I, I have to
1: do that. Every song that comes on, I'm like bopping along to it. It's
2: so yeah, good. Yes, Jenny Han said she wrote, when she was on podcast. she said she wrote a handwritten letter to Taylor. And was oh my like, god! can I please you like I envisioned like all these songs, can yeah. I please use them? And she thank God she them. did,
1: because there's a, a lot of Taylor in, a t- in the soundtrack. I yeah. mean, a shit ton of yeah. Taylor's songs yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: in there. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I know, oh I my love the that too. That's great. Okay, so an emoji for this episode, I don't know what you guys were thinking or if you had any thoughts to begin with, but I was thinking fire. Oh, that, okay, makes, that yeah, makes sense. You yeah. could do that. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if there's actually a branding emoji. <laughs> I'd say probably not. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna go with fire. So what you can do is send us those emojis through the DMs on Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. Send us an email. You can also drop it in an Apple Podcast review. Consider rating us five stars. Just do fire, fire, fire. This podcast is fire. Exactly. Easy. Fire, it, it, likes it writes itself fire. This it podcast does. is fire. It does. We haven't had A review, a line of the week in so long. It feels like forever. So come on, guys. (laughs) Forever. Is that a bad cat joke? I loved it. Forever. (laughs) Forever. So change that. And it's our last season, guys. So please consider leaving us a rating and review. Yeah.
2: Wow. Thank you so much. We are closing. Closing on.
0: We sure are.
1: Eight more episodes. (laughs)
0: That's it.
1: Uh, And
0: then we're going to do the movie. Have you seen the movie?
1: I've seen the movie a lot. I've had a I lot. have a good friend who has I don't think he's seen the show actually, but the movie's one of his favorites and we would hang out at his house a lot in high school and whenever he drinks he puts on Friday night lights the movie. <laughs> but like plays the same four scenes over and over again. So I like no four scenes by heart and the rest of the movie not as well. But That's really those random. Four, those four scenes. I don't know what his thinking is. Maybe he thinks we're not going to have enough time to watch all of it. So he just wants to make sure everyone sees his four favorite scenes. But That's like something that your reel. brother-in-law would do. Like, I need you to watch just these four scenes. Yeah, that's really <laughs> funny. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen a lot. And it's the show is definitely better, but the movie is uh, one, of, one of my favorites as well.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm and excited. some familiar
1: faces in there. Yes. Yeah. Well, Connie Britton
0: is the same, right? And Bradley Lynn. and Bradley. Oh, Lynn. And, oh, okay. And Coach Crowley. Oh, all okay. right. I didn't know that. Yeah. One. Yeah. I'm excited. Cool. I'm excited yeah. too. All right, Les. I'm going to give you next week's title. Okay. This is season five, episode six. Swerve. Swerve. You got two days to come up with my money, Canard. Yeah.
2: Okay. I knew <laughs> this was coming back. Damn it. <laughs> mm. It had to come back. Right? It had to come back around. Vince was on a high, so we had to bring him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Is he going to talk to his dad about this? What can you do, dad? Help me out in this situation. I got myself in a dill pickle and I need to get out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he'll, I don't know, maybe he'll talk to coach.
1: Yeah, a like risky. Vince, like who's
2: he going to go to? Right. Yeah. Because, you know, he could, I think he, Ultimately, we will go to his dad because his dad will understand the situation way better than Coach would. Right. So maybe they'll bond a little bit and like they'll bond over that. And then he'll find out that his dad actually took the spot at TMU or like signed him up, I guess, to have Mm -hmm. that spot. Right. Like a guarantee. Mm -hmm. And then they'll
0: fight again. Do you think Luke will find out the truth next week about TMU? I mean, that wasn't. What he was saying wasn't a lie, right? No, but do you think Coach will have a conversation with him about it? Well, I mean, I guess so. Now, <laughs> well, I'm saying, like, do you think this is going to come to fruition next week? We know it's happened. We know it's going to happen. Is right. it going to happen next week?
2: Um, yeah, sh- sure. Let's say it happens next week, and I hope that that's going to put a strain on Coach's and Luke's relationship. I don't right. think it will put a strain on Vince and Luke. Because they kind of had to talk about it. And Luke was like, yeah, it's cool. I'm going to go there, too. Right, right. And then they said something about Vince kind of made it. I don't remember if it was Methodist and Baptist. Well, I think he was like testing the waters. Right. Like, like, what you gonna, he, like do you actually want to go, go there? there? Right. So, if you know, he was probably feeling a little guilty in the moment. And so yeah. that's why he said that. Yeah. Um, but. You know, it could very well end poorly for Luke, where they're not going to accept him at TMU. But I still have hope that they'll—you
0: know—he'll go somewhere. Great, sounds good. Do you remember it all, Matt?
1: I don't. I'm having trouble remembering this storyline, so I I don't think—I don't think I remember exactly how this plays out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't until (laughs) I watched, and I was like, oh yeah, okay, slowly coming back. All right. Last but not least, we do have Will's football poetry corner special teams special teams are a third of the game along with the offense and the defense they are responsible for kickoffs hunts field goals and extra points our team took a road trip this week to south king high school which included a long-ass bus ride a pool party we forgot to talk about the pool party but they were just rowdy yeah. oh my god it was just it, it was just rowdiness a, it was so splashing other patrons there i know the mom and the kids were like we gotta get out uh, a heart-to-heart conversation that strengthened the bonds between our East Dillon Lions. Philly is tasked with making the special teams unit prepared for the game, and Coach works with Vince and his father as a team to help Vince's future recruitment. Meanwhile, Tinker orders some <coughs> special movies. <laughs> <laughs> Very Wonderful. good. Good, good job, job, So good. Thank I say this will. every time I'm
1: on, but I can't believe that Will is still doing this every episode. It's I
0: incredible. Know. It's I know, amazing. I would love to have Will on again for he was he joined us right yeah. he's been on for talking texas forever i feel like yeah, I, can picture I think he did a... his like face when i made a reel that's how i like remember who comes on because i can see the graphic layout yeah but yeah
1: well thank you so much matt this was a joy no thank it's you again for having me on for a- another another time like this was this is always so much fun and i love talking teen dramas with you guys
2: yeah. Same. Check out the Lonely Boys. Yeah, please. What are oh you my God.
1: plug yes. your
0: socials, plug your yes. podcast, plug you your can, Twitter?
1: You can follow me Patreon. on the on the dying social media site that is Twitter at MaddieFresh24. <laughs> and more importantly, you can subscribe, download my podcast, The Lonely Boys, uh, me and my great co-host and wonderful friend Brendan Ruppel. Like they said at the top of the show, we are breaking down every gossip girl episode. I've seen them all. He is uh seen most of them at this point. We are yeah. we are uh almost done with season four at this point so uh making our way toward towards the bitter end uh we're having a lot of fun and then you could also uh subscribe to our patreon where we are breaking down the oc episodes on the sandy boys and that is just as fun if if not more so because we you know behind the paywall we can really let loose and, and <laughs> we, we can really we can really uh talk to you there so um mm-hmm. subscribe Give us give us your your Patreon dollars if if you wish no pressure there uh follow me on Twitter and that that's all I've got to plug.
0: Awesome, we'll have all Matt's links in in our, the, show, in the yes. show notes. So
1: be sure to go over if you love
0: Gossip Girl, go say hi, go download, go listen. Uh, be sure to come back next week for episode six. It, it will be a patron episode, so one of our total beta patrons will be joining us. Can't wait for that. Uh, we'll see you then. Bye. 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 <laughs> They're unison. Bye. Bye.
2: <laughs> oh, so much fun. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at totalbeddiepodcast.org.
0: This has been a Total Betty podcast produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vocora.